Weird AF News, where weirdos come to raise an eyebrow or two or get a few laughs with your host, Comedian Jonesy. Hey everybody, Jonesy's seriously ill. Found out today I've got a sinus infection and I'm all hopped up on meds. Oh yeah, man, I'm messed up right now. I mean, I probably shouldn't be recording a podcast, but you know what? What would we do without some Weird AF News today? Gotta do it. I'm sorry I'm late. I want to thank Allie Oberg, who sent me a little email saying, Near my hometown in Iowa, there's a small city called Cumming. <laughs> That's it. That's all she wrote. Just the sentence. I love it. I love when I get a little message like this. Like a, It's just weird, weird information. Hey, Jonesy, here's some weird information you may, you may like to hear about. I love it. I want to get any, any little weird confessions. Just email them to me. <laughs> hey, Jonesy, I have a weird fetish that I'd like to tell you about. Um, I like to dry hump bags of onions. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I dry hump bags of onions until my eyes water. What are you talking about onions for, Jonesy? Oh, you'll find out later in, the, in today's episode. <laughs> uh, also, thank you to Dallas for calling in um, as well. A, a, a lovely call, and I appreciate Dallas as one of my old school patrons from the get-go. Um, I got some patrons that are just wonderful individuals that have been, have been supporting me for a, a few months, anyways. Um, a little bit of money goes a long way. Uh, and it uh, it doesn't pay for my doctor bills, but you know what? <laughs> oh, today's, uh, today's meds were on the house. Woo, boy. Uh, if you guys want to join my Patreon, please check it out. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weird AF news. Yeah, pretty simple. Um, you get some bonus media. Uh, special behind-the-scenes stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, tomorrow's Friday. Going to do uh, Florida Fridays, obviously. And um, here's the number to the show if you guys want to call in. Wow, I'm a mess today. 646-450-2012. Uh, you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. And you can send me some DMs if you're into DMing. All the kids are doing it these days. They're DMing. It's at funnyjones on Instagram. And uh, at Funny Jones on Twitter and on uh, Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Hope you're having a great week and uh, enjoy the stories. Peace. Yay! Egypt. A woman has been jailed for three years for sexually harassing a monkey. In a strange turn of events, a woman in Egypt has been sentenced to three years in prison for sexually harassing a monkey. Basma Ahmed has been charged with, quote, inciting debauchery and committing an obscene act in public by the court. In a 90-second video which had gone viral on the internet, Ahmad is seen laughing while touching the genitals of a monkey at a pet shop in the city. She can be seen making sexual innuendos as people around her laugh out loud. This is crazy. Uh, I watched the video. All you see is her, she's standing next to a cage laughing, but there's no, like, in the video, you can't see her touching the monkey. Maybe I saw the wrong video, but, um, it's, it went, this is the video that went viral, supposedly. You don't see her doing that. I feel like this is a harsh sentence. I really do. Um, in her statement to prosecutors, Ahmad had said that she did not mean to abuse the animal and had been rather surprised by by the reaction. She also claimed that the video had been posted on the internet without her knowledge. Yeah, well, most videos are <laughs> these days. <laughs> Meanwhile, officials said Ahmad was not a first-time offender. Oh, shoot. And had already been charged in two other public moral cases. Public moral cases. What could that be? I mean, dealing with an Egyptian woman in Egypt. I mean, in Egypt. <laughs> dealing with an Egyptian woman. 
that could be, you know, improper dress or something really, I'd imagine it could be something really small, public moral cases as far as women go over there. It could be the littlest thing, I'd imagine, it could get you in trouble. It's just, it's such a, uh, it's very repressive. Um, yeah, I wonder if this has more to do with a, with a woman than it does the actual crime uh, in Egypt. They just, am I, am I crossing the line here by just kind of like, sort of like uh, surmising that, I'm wondering? I don't know, what do you guys think? I mean... It's just doesn't like three years seems just way too harsh. I think this, if this was a man in Egypt, it wouldn't be this. This sentence wouldn't have been doled out like this. Uh, the now infamous monkey video received immense backlash in the conservative Muslim country. Is how the article ends. Yeah. Um, well, shoot, man. Poor uh, the poor monkey. I I agree. Shouldn't be his genitals. Shouldn't be the object of public ridicule. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i feel like this is just too, too harsh of a of a judgment um we need to know i mean if, if the video if we're judging on the video i mean i'm missing something there there's maybe there's maybe i'm looking at the wrong video <laughs> that's the one i watched the, the the you can't even see you barely see the monkey in the video i watched um it's just a it's just a, a pretty muslim woman laughing next to a cage in a pet store and saying things that I don't understand. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, I'll bet you there's some people who did less than three years for sexually harassing a human, you know? I'm sure there's people walking around that only did a, <laughs> did a year for sexually harassing a human. This is this is a monkey. This is just a little... Although I'm sure PETA would have something to say about this, right? An Australian's battle with a spider incites a police call. Sydney. An Australian man triggered an emergency police response after a noisy exchange with a spider startled a passerby into reporting what sounded like a violent disturbance. A neighbor was walking past a house, a house in the west coast city of Perth on Wednesday when they heard a man reportedly yelling, Why don't you just die? Just die! And a toddler was screaming. The neighbor called the police, obviously. Multiple police units responded, the reports say. Uh, the police spoke with all parties who advised that the husband had only been trying to kill a spider and actually has a serious fear of spiders. Well, Australia ain't the place for you if you got a fear of spiders. Australia's got the, like, just snakes, spiders. You, I mean, the, the, you know, the... The animals there, they're not animals, spiders or insects, you know what I mean. The wildlife there is out of control. Um, the reports did not identify the man, nor the type of spider. But if he's afraid of spiders, I guess it doesn't matter what type of spider, because I've, I've witnessed many a people afraid of spiders, and the smallest spider just will incite, you know, mania, you know. Australia, you you should be you should be happy to hear has one of the world's highest population of spiders, compared to people. And biologists have said a southern hemisphere summer heat wave has raised the likelihood of finding arachnids everywhere. Ooh, a southern hemisphere summer heat wave is making more spiders appear. It's probably making more rats appear as well. Uh, what do you do though? You hear you you hear a neighbor screaming, "You die, die!" and a child 
and a child crying. I mean, obviously, you call the police. What was that? Um, I did a story a few months ago about a neighbor called the police on uh, on a, some people that were actually playing a shoot 'em up video game. They were also yelling, die, die, that kind of shit. Um, <laughs> I guess, you know, this can happen. <laughs> Especially if you got really no- nosy neighbors or you live... Or like in New York City where my neighbors... I mean, we were all on top of each other. You could hear everything. I mean, just neighbors having sex was just the thing. You just heard it all the time. You heard everything. Just right on top of each other. Crazy. I'm I'm curious what type of spider it was. Uh, oh, the poor Australian police. How many times are they called and have to deal with wildlife? I mean, how many how many times do Australian police have to deal with, with the, a scene in wildlife over there? I'd imagine snakes and gators or whatever. I mean, dingoes eating babies. Oh, no. This is a very weird article. A jury awards $5 million to employees of an onion head devotee. A jury in the U.S. District Court in Brooklyn has awarded $5.1 million to 10 workers who said their health network employer had forced them to participate in group prayers and other religious activities as part of the, quote, onion head religion. Onion head? Have you ever heard of this religion? I've never heard of this. Um, it sounds like a... Uh, a parody of a religion like is this one of those parody religious groups like the like the ones who wear buckets on their heads that that group uh the uh what are they called again i forgot um in equal employment opportunity commission plaintiffs what what, is, what does this say hold on so apparently new york based united health programs of america incorporated um they provide customer service on behalf of various insurance providers. They have coerced their employees to participate in ongoing religious activities since 2007, including group prayers, candle burning, and discussions of spiritual tests. All of this involving the onion head religion. Uh, the EEOC said the religious practices were part of a belief system that the defendant's family members created called onion head. It said employees were told to wear onion head buttons, place onion head cards near their workstations, and keep only dim lighting in the workplace, none of which were work-related. Oh, man, this is crazy. The jury awarded $5 million in comp- compensatory and punitive damages to the 10 individuals on Wednesday following a three-week trial. That's a lot of money. Um, but I guess, you know, when you're forced to worship a an onion for a number of years, <laughs> you, you deserve some compensation for punitive damages. I mean, the fallout, the psychic fallout of being forced to worship a vegetable. <laughs> it's like, you got to be compensated, right? Uh, there's a lot of religions out there that um, make you worship stuff that doesn't make sense. Uh, perhaps we, we all should be, all of us who suffered from a forced religion in our childhood should be offered compensatory damages. <laughs> uh, in addition to the $5 million, the EEOC said it will also seek injunctive, injunctive relief against the company to prevent future violations of federal law. And, okay, I see. 
The judge that's on this case, by the way, previously ruled that the Onion Head religious practice constituted a religion for purposes of Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The EEOC said the Onion Head religion was created uh, was created by the cost containment CEO's aunt, who spent substantial time in the company's offices from 2007, implementing the workplace religious activities and had a role in employee hiring and firing. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't get on your knees to an onion, she probably canned you. A trial attorney said in a statement, This case featured a unique type of religious discrimination in that the employer was pushing its religion on employees. <laughs> yes, that's right. Employees, by the way, cannot be forced to participate in religious activities by their employer, in case you didn't know that. Yes, yes. Uh, or, or our government. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... This is this is pretty whack. What makes it so funny and weird is the 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 motif of the religion, the onion head. I really need more information about this onion head. <laughs> I want to know: was there a lot of cutting of onions and crying at the altar? I mean, what? How did this work? You know, were they worshiping what? What kind of onion were they worshiping? Was it green onions? The brown onion? Was it was it a red onion? I like the brown onions myself. I have um, I have several of them in my fridge. Those are those are kind of like my favorites. But I also I'm also partial to green onions as well, for sure, for sure. What's your favorite onion? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Tell me about the weirdest religion you've ever worshipped. Did you worship a pumpkin head at some point? Perhaps you worked worshipped the bumper of a 1999 Honda Accord for a little while because you were on crazy drugs in Florida. Who knows? Call me. I want to hear from you. Show me love. Show me light. Hey, Josie, this is Dallas from Minnesota. They have to disagree with your caller uh, that uh, stated that they don't like your delivery of, of, of your weird AF news. I, I really like it. In fact, I, I appreciate that you don't read the stories beforehand, so I get your genuine reaction to the stories. Um, I think it makes it more humor, uh, humorous and uh, genuine. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen... You know, a couple of times where you, where you messed up, you grabbed the wrong story that wasn't really that weird. It was just a weird title. But, uh, you know, I I actually really appreciate that a lot, and, and I think that you should keep it up. Um, it's one of the many reasons why I continuously listen to your podcast every single day, and I am a $10 patron. Um, that being said, have a great day. What's going on, Jonesy? It's Amber Smiles Jones from the Professionally Silly Station. So <clears throat> you said that you wanted us to let you know about some weird outdoorsy stuff. Well, this is not something that I've done, but on Netflix, there is a show called The Dark Tourist. And this dude, I think he's from New Zealand, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. And this guy goes to, like, different places of the world and does the most creepiest shit that people actually pay to do. He once took a nuclear radioactive tour. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. And he's done even more crazy things. So check that out on Netflix. It's called The Dark Tourist. You'll love it. I think it's right up your alley, bro. Take it easy, man. <laughs>